Let's recap again. This world is full of darkness and light. The Torah is full of light. How can a, the Torah discuss things which are darkness as well? Don't eat this, eat this, this is impure, this is pure. How does Torah get itself involved in things which are division? They are different than holiness. They are the opposite. They negate it. So we're talking about how Torah obviously starts off by Hashem Himself, and then slowly but surely it goes down in levels and allows itself to become vested within elements of this world which are gray, not necessarily good, not necessarily bad, based on what you use them. And even in telling us what things we can't use because they're not gray, because they're absolutely dark. So today's Tanya gets relatively technical in the worlds and how God, Hashem's Torah goes down from level to level. He says like this, when Malchus of Atzilut becomes vested in Klipat Noga, the gray area, in order to extract and refine the sparks that fell into the, the dark area by Adam's sin of the tree of knowledge, that's when life became complex until Adam and Chava ate from the tree of knowledge, life was black and white. And another time that the sparks fell into darkness was even before creation. In a, on a different level, it's called Shvira Takelim, when the world of Tohu, the, the world that was created before our world, a spiritual world, not a physical world, exploded as it be, and the sparks of holiness went into every area of this world. We've discussed this in the past. So, when Malchut Atzilut comes through into these worlds, it is called the Tree of Knowledge. Now, it's only a relative term. It's relative to the higher levels within the world of Atzilut, which do not dis end up descending. Only Malchut descends into the next world. And Kabbalistically, Malchut going into the next world, remember, Atzilut is the highest of the four worlds. That's where there's no division, there's only pure godliness. In the world of Brial, though it's still a very spiritual world, there's still, there begins to be room for complexity and division. The lowest level within Atzilut is Malchut. So Malchut, in Kabbalah's terms, that is the exile of the Shechina. Shechina is the feminine, Malchut is the feminine, and Galut is the exile of it. That's what Malchut goes through when it has to go into the lower worlds. Now, during the times of exile, the Shekhinah gives energy, it energizes external forces, the negative forces within Klipat Noga, which cover over the sparks of godliness embedded in our reality. It's from this spiritual source that the negativity within our world derive their energy. Torah scholars receive their life force from the distilled essence of Hashem Shechina, but in order to extract and refine the sparks of Klipat Noga, Torah scholars must study the revealed parts of Torah, the parts of Torah that discuss purity and impurity, kosher and non-kosher. Using their intellectual capacities, they elevate and isolate that which is permi permitted from that which is prohibited, that which is pure and that which is unpure. In other words, 
Torah scholars receive their vitality from elevating the sparks of holiness trapped within the darkness of this world, and the process of refinement is accomplished by the Torah scholars clarifying what is right and what is wrong. So when you go to the Rav, to Rabbi, and you say, is this pot kosher, it's not kosher, milk and dairy, uh, milk and meat, etc., then you're literally elevating the darkness. Even if that thing's impure, you're clarifying it, and that elevates the spark. Thus they receive spiritual life from the redeemed sparks found in the klipa of the objects and situations discussed in Jewish law, whether they actually make an halachic ruling or they just discuss it in the Talmud. So literally working through this whole world of this is kosher, this is not kosher, this blood is pure, this blood is impure, all that is elevating the sparks that are hidden within it. And truth is, you know, today everyone talks about tikkun olam as a Jewish value. Tikkun olam is, from, is, a, is very much not the way it's used today. In other words, yes, we have to fix the world, but fundamentally from a Kabbalistic perspective, tikkun olam is to elevate the sparks. That's what Arizal really introduces the idea, that the world is full of sparks of holiness. We have to elevate them. We have to bring out these sparks which are misfits within this world and elevate them to the original source and then the world becomes complete so yes you know supporting world uh, you know helping world hunger and uh, you know various rights of individuals within this world is great stuff but fundamentally tikkun olam is purifying this world by elevating the sparks